Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy fucking Monday. Shit, man, mid-May, then it's going to be June, then it's going to be July, then it's summertime. Yeah, man, summertime. People are in a good mood, I feel like, on a whole, you know? Even though uh, this is first the first Trump summer, <laughs> the summer of Trump. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't think we'd, uh, I didn't think we'd make it, so I'm actually, I'm actually pumped that we're, that we're going to make it, you know? Some people were like, God, this is a, a Trump summer. But it's like, dude, we made it to summer with Trump. Look at it like that. Um, fuck, that, that motherfucker. Just <laughs> just topping himself with crazy every week. Uh, but you know what? Not going to talk about it. That's what the podcast is for, to to uh, distract and, uh, and bring some humor to the world and to your guys' ears and lives. Um, today's episode is, is just that, the perfect guy to do that. He's, uh, he's an ALN favorite. He's been on many times. He, you know him from Dumb and Dumber, Something About Mary, Rocket Man, uh, his Comedy Central special, his Conan and Letterman appearances, his new show, Puppy Dog Pals, on uh, Disney and Disney Junior on Friday mornings, which you got to check out. He created it and does uh, the voice of Bob, the owner. He's just one of the best, one of the funniest dudes of all time, and uh, lucky to call him a friend. It's the one and only Harlan Williams returning and bringing the, uh, bringing the heat and bringing the hilarity. <laughs> Man, Harlan just went on a, a trip to the Amazon, which we talk about for some, uh, some, uh, a great d- deal of, of time because, holy shit, the Amazon? Harlan Williams and the Amazon should be a special on its, on its own. Um, we also talk about uh, his new special that he's getting ready to shoot. His new special, Harlan is, is one of those original innovators. He doesn't do things by the book. He does them his own way, which is why he's created such a name for himself and such a, um, you know, such a following and, and such a, a career. He's filming a special June 22nd at the Irvine Improv. Uh, tickets are at, at improv.com. He's doing it as Carmel, Co- Carmel Corn the Pug. Harlan Williams is doing a special as a dog. Um, he's doing it in a voice. He's doing it in a dog. <laughs> Outfit, he's gonna. Um, it's unbelievable. And as he told me before a podcast, he goes, "It could be greater. It could be. It could just fucking be the craziest, worst thing ever." I think it's gonna be the first of those choices because Harland uh, does uh, does his thing and, and always delivers. So June twenty second, Irvine Improv. If you want to see Harlan Williams as Carmel Corn the Pug do a stand up special, go see that shit. June twenty second, Irvine Improv. Tickets at improv.com. Follow Harlan on Twitter at Harlan Williams. Listen to his podcast, The Harlan Highway. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at Alan Podcast, Alan Podcast on Instagram, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram, and Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. Uh, Brad Williams and I this weekend are going to be in Las Vegas Thursday through Saturday at the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. Get your tickets at crapshootcomedyfestival.com. Uh, Saturday's the big show. That's when we're doing a live ALN podcast at the El Cortez Casino with Beth Stelling, Ryan Sickler, and Chris Porter as our guests. Uh, so please get tickets and come out and see us. 5 p.m. the El Cortez Casino about last night live. Uh, tickets at Crapshoot Comedy 
Festival.com. Uh, and then Brad and I will be on the road coming up here a bunch. AdamRayTV.com for all my dates. I'm in Reno at the Laugh Factory May 30th through June 4th. Uh, and BradWilliamsComedy.com for all his tour dates. About last night, podcast.com for your shirts and hats. Buy that shit, bring him to the show, so we'll sign him, take pics. You could have a chance to be fan of the week. And and and, and comment and, and rate the podcast on iTunes. I can't stress that enough. Take two seconds right now where you're listening to the intro. Click that five-star rating and comment on the iTunes page. We're going to start doing something next week where we read uh, comments uh, and uh, and just give shout-outs to all you uh, ALN uh, lovers. Because... Uh, we appreciate the love. We want to share it back, man. Uh, you guys really enjoyed that Burt Kreischer episode, which I can't thank you enough for. That was uh, just the best. His stories are just insane. Also, we want to start doing something where we, we again, give thanks to you guys, the listeners. So I want to hear from you guys. Uh, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. I want to hear... Your your stories, your ALN stories. I want to hear where, where you listen to the podcast, how long you've been listening, uh, what your favorite parts of the podcast is, how it helps you get through your workday, any and all of that stuff in a nice little paragraph. Send it to aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, and we're going to read those uh, live on the podcast and, uh, and give you guys some shout-outs and some chance to win some merch. So again, where you listen to the pod, how long you've been listening, what you love about it, your name, where you're from. And uh, and you know what? Email us that in a paragraph. But also, if you want to email us like a little voice memo from your iPhone, uh, email that too, and we might just play that live on the podcast. Um, all right. So about last night, pod at gmail Send your ALN moments, memories for us, and uh, and we'll share them on the pod and 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 uh, and send you some merch. How's that sound? So many great apps coming up. Joey Lawrence, uh, Brendan Schaub, uh, Jimmy O Yang from Silicon Valley, Jamie Kennedy, uh, Jordan Black uh, from Return of the Mac. Um, holy shit, Efron! I, as I mentioned, we're working that date out. It's going to happen in the next two weeks. Uh, just confirmed, Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers next week, which I cannot fucking wait for. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed on iTunes so you can get all the fun. All right, now that we've got the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles, the merch info, Return of the Mac, by the way, new episode Wednesday, 8.30 on Pop TV. Check it out. Now that we got that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Harlan Williams. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. You guys put me through this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how about what you put us through? Because you're because because you're looking very tan, and then I I I go on your Twitter, and it turns out you went to the Amazon. <laughs> you yeah, I just got back like two days ago. Actually, it sounds the- like the start of like an old timey joke. I just got back <laughs> from the Amazon, and boy, is my skin Zika. <laughs> Zika. <laughs> <laughs> what? But what? And, and I, I hate to start it off with like a. 
too, Bi- so. like a Byron Allen ki- kind of thing. Like, so Harlan, you were just in the Amazon, <laughs> yeah, right? But, but too late, you already did. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you Byron Allen me and Zeke'd me all within the first thirty oh, seconds. Oh, I've wow. been I've been known to Zika some people. And uh, so, so so Adam, you used to work as a cashier at a uh, at a Albertsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Albertsons. Well, Tell Byron, us about that. Look, man, it's like you're talking to people for forty seconds about what pop tarts. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, Harlan. You have an interesting name for selfies. Uh, what do you call those? <laughs> nice. I actually call them Byrons. Yeah. Wait, uh, how you were telling me before you went that you every year you try to take uh, a Harlan vacation, right? That's right. A yeah, me, a me trip. Yeah, a me trip. That's right. That's what it was. It was every year I try to take time out of my year to do something that it, it, it it's like I look at the world as our house. Mm-hmm. And imagine you had a house, but you didn't go in a, a ton of the rooms. Yeah. So I always picture places on the planet, different countries, different locales as those rooms. So I, I've oh, ever since as a kid, I've wanted to experience this planet and yeah. go to different places. And so it's so easy to get caught in your own bubble, right? Yeah. You, you forget that there's a whole world out there. And then one day you go, man, I missed a lot. So I was one of those guys that never wanted to miss that. So the the amazon river i'm a nature guy yep. and the amazon mm-hmm. river was always on my radar so i've been kind of planning something for many years and i finally did it last week so it it really when you we have planet earth now and and shows like that that yeah. that can capture it so well that i think a lot of people go oh, well, I, they're like have you been I, to antarctica yeah and i was in the comfort of my own home yeah, yeah. right right I, you know, saw, but, yeah i saw the great barrier reef it was very <laughs> it was very colorful and I, you really, I, I did it all while masturbating eating cheetos oh my goodness <laughs> Jesus. wow, wow is that the name of a fish <laughs> <laughs> yes masturbating cheetos <laughs> masturbating cheetos well, it kind of looks like the Nemo fish. It's orange, but then it has uh, white uh, blotches instead oh of stripes. Yeah. yeah. What do you? Being Cheeto fish. Wow, what? Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. It only has one eye. <laughs> um. What do you love most about uh, nature? Because you even did a stand-up special called Force of Nature, where you oh, were, yeah. which people I highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Go. It's one of the most unique specials of all time because you're literally in the desert. With nope. it, and the the audience are animals and air. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. No audience so if, if you're ever the type of person that has uh, watched either a stand-up special or uh, maybe a sitcom and being like they didn't really laugh at that watch harlan yeah, special nobody yeah. laughs nobody yeah. laughs yeah but what, what like nature in general what interesting well i like the unpredictability of nature yeah. i like the mm-hmm. beauty i like the rawness i i like that it's real you know it's not manufactured yeah nature, everything in nature is a hundred percent authentic and yeah. so there's no uh, animatronics. There's no buildings. There's no right. cheesecake factory. It's just ants' nests and life and death and energy. And Shout out to our new sponsors, the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, Ooh, the, che- the Cheesecake Factory is now a new sponsor of the podcast. Try uh, our delicious <laughs> army ant salad and gazelle throat pie. And our masturbating Cheeto fish. Oh, for dessert, our masturbating Cheeto fish cheesecake. Pretty delightful. Just that With cheesecake that condom the on top. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta be safe. Yeah, right. Uh, Arlen, I like that you said that because I mean, uh, I recently did some traveling as well, where uh, where I went to Hawaii, yeah. and I got to snorkel, and there were and there were sea turtles out there. Oh yeah, and it's so cool when you talk about the unpredictability because you're I'm sitting there three feet away from a sea turtle, like. 
this sea turtle could just turn and look at me and go, you know what? I'm going to bite that. Yeah. And then yeah, I have yeah. no, like, there's no protection. There's uh, A shark could come out of nowhere. And you're the that in this scenario? Yeah, I'm the okay. that okay. where he goes like, well, that's weird. I haven't seen I, I, I haven't seen a dwarf you're, fish you're before. You're more to me than that, though. <laughs> I don't like it when you denigrate yourself. Just a, imagine sweet, seeing a that floating in the ocean in the Hawaiian ocean. There's like a jellyfish, a turtle, and that. Yeah. It's also re- in a speedo. That in a speedo. <laughs> Referring to anything is that like yeah. it's like, hey, well, is this your? Uh, who's your? Aren't you? Is your wife here? Yeah, it's that. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's that's that over there. there. <laughs> no, but uh, it is. It is amazing, right? You just yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. What, was, what was your favorite creature that you came into contact with? Uh, well, one thing that was really cool is uh, there was a few, actually. I caught a piranha, so I pulled a piranha up out of the river, which was really fascinating like to me. Like actual piranha, like I'm, it can bite you. It's yes. got the teeth and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd you catch it? We put some, some like meat on the end of a hook, some and I chum. caught it. Some, some delicious uh, steak or something, you know? Yeah. So that was fascinating. I also, uh, we went to a little village. And one of the little boys, you know, this was a jungle village, had a baby sloth hanging on his stomach. And he let me hold, his pet was a baby sloth, so he let me... I yeah, you have that. a you have a video of that mm-hmm. uh, on my Instagram. On Instagram. On the Amazon. <laughs> there Every it is. The local villagers. Yeah. Handed me his baby sloth. <laughs> this thing is the cutest yeah, thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just almost as adorable as me. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it started like giving me little Eskimo kisses on yeah. my nose. Yeah. Oh my god. And then the more adventurous stuff. At night, we went out on a on a boat. Uh, with a flashlight, and you shine the light along the shoreline, and you look for caiman eyes, which is kind of like is, a deer. No, type it's like thing, a no? crocodile. Oh, it's a smaller version of a crocodile. Oh wow! <clears throat> and um, I laid down on the front of the boat, and we sped up on. And I tried to like grab one out of the water behind, you know, behind <laughs> its head on its neck. So why would you do that? Just the the, the guides. The guides said, "Let's go for it." And I was like, <laughs> "Let's go for it, man!" Wow. Uh, so that was really exciting. And then also uh, we found like a ten foot anaconda, and we one of the guys caught it, and we I had it around my neck, and I was holding it. It was oh. just amazing to feel. It actually started to kind of. Constrict yeah. around yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my neck, and, and that's just, when you panicked. <laughs> that's when I just about died. But it, it was just, you know, it was really cool, really exciting. You, so. you, you like traveling by yourself, yeah? Well, actually, I went with oh, my buddy oh, that's uh, right, Michael Mike. Rosenbaum. That's right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lex Luthor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'll go by myself, or I'll go with whoever wants to go. I'd planned the trip on my own told him and he was like i want to go and i was like come on man it's come uh, on lex what is the what is the journey like there the journey's not fun it's a lot of flights because you're you're going to a remote place so it was it was like two days of traveling to get there wow so that mm-hmm. was hell airport hell but once we got there it was unbelievable take some boats and stuff 10 out of 10 yeah, yeah. It was uh, do you experience some interesting food i know one of the other instagram videos there, there was like a tub of these worm things. Yeah, right. They, they eat larvae. They eat yeah. giant. They look like giant white maggots, <laughs> and and, mm. and they're like they're like moth larvae that they pull out of the palm trees, and they they boil them, they fry them, they eat them. They're really oh they're really big. But yeah, we ate some local fish. I ate. I actually ate some piranha. I well, turned the like. tables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it tastes like dangerous chicken. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> da- uh, dangerous chicken. Yeah. Now that yeah. now they just played Coachella. Oh really? Yeah, they're a great band. Oh god, I love them. Do they still <laughs> do that song? Suck my flesh. 
<laughs> they do. They close yeah. with that. Oh God. <laughs> That's all. I mean, we 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 always joke about weird band names on, uh, on this podcast, and we. That's a common thing where you say like, "Oh, they're playing Coachella." You you have a you have a band that actually sounds like one of these weird band names. Your band is called Rattlesnake Love. No, no, the band's really generic. It's called The Cousins. Oh, the, album's, album. the, the album's, album's called, called Rattlesnake, Rattlesnake Love. Love. I'm sorry, yeah, I no problem. I but it probably right. would be a better name. <laughs> Rattlesnake Love is than just the cool. cousins. Yeah, we, we we called it the cousins because we're actually cousins. My yeah. cousin Kevin and me. And he's in the Bare Naked Ladies, and he's just this really talented musician. And I, I somehow am able to write lyrics and sing. And so, uh, we we put out a brand new album. It's on iTunes. Thanks for bringing it up. Fuck, dude. Huh? No problem. Well, how was that? To, how yeah. was that to make an album? I think I heard you tell this story on Corolla, but it was like he, you guys were, you guessed it on some of his tracks, right? Or on Kevin? Yeah, no, he heard- no, we'd just been singing and, right, and okay. playing music our whole lives and so we we finally were like let's let's run some of our kooky songs through a studio and and get them produced and processed and and when they came out the other side we were pretty happy with them. We were kind of surprised they they felt good, they sounded good. So Kevin got fired up and wanted to do a whole album and so we did Rattlesnake Love. What's what's one of your favorite tracks on it? Well, I love I love the title track Rattlesnake Love because um, a a guest vocalist came in, uh, a woman named Carol Pope, who was a huge rock star in Canada in the in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, she did a song called High School Confidential. I don't know if you guys have ever heard it, but I have not. It was pre- it was a pretty huge radio hit, and so she came in and she was a woman I'd listened to my whole like going through college growing up. Mm-hmm. And she walked into the studios the first night I ever met her, and 20 minutes later she was in the booth, and we were singing this duet together oh that so, I had just written sitting on the couch in the studio. So it was crazy. it was really exciting. That's what's, yeah. Those moments are what's so cool about this business, right? Yeah. It's only this business where you get maybe that, and you know, if you work at the Cheesecake Factory, there it is. We could fuck to this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's you, yeah? That's yeah, me singing. That's me singing. You got a good voice, huh? Thanks. That sounds like the music that, like... Is playing uh, in a 1970s sitcom as like as, 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 as like they're walking in. It's cool. Maybe, maybe it's groove. Yeah. There's a lot of different instruments going on there. Yeah. Too. Well, the the flute you heard in there is um is from Kenny the, G. Uh, no, no, no. He passed away. He was by, <laughs> he was hit by a tuba. Um, what uh, who? What's the song? Uh, big Big Hands. You know the band that does that. Let me go down. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Is that the uh, Smiths? Violent Femmes. Violent Femmes. Yes. Well, I don't know how I pulled that one. Yeah. That, that's the uh, the yeah. the that was uh, one of the band members from the Violent Femmes doing the flute. Oh and no kidding. Really had a cast of characters come in to lay yeah, down. Yeah. That guy drove all the way up here. My cousin Kevin uh, said, "Hey, me and Har are in the studio tonight. You want?" He drove all the way up from San Diego just right. to play flute for an hour and then drove back. Oh my Amazing. Blaze, and he's like a really cool guy. His and name ta- is Blaze. Yeah, Blaze. Yeah, talented wow. guy. I, I, well, if your name's Blaze, you either got to be like a shaman or a band member. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, you don't want to work at the burn center. 
<laughs> Here's your Dr. Blaze. Come on! Too soon! Too soon! Now, you're a comedian, though, so when, so when you're doing so when you're doing a band and when you're yeah. when you're making an album, is is there is there like a little voice in the back of your head that says make this funny, or did you try to play it for for real? No, or? just the opposite is actually. I it, it's actually. A, a good getaway from being funny, you mm-hmm. know. I kind of when I go into songwriting mode, I kind of tap into more into my emotions and my mm-hmm. feelings, and so a lot of the songs are actually like love songs and touching, you know, kind of emotional songs about pain and love and so death. You, and so, did you have a special relationship with a uh, rattlesnake as a kid, and that's what and that no, and that's know, what you wrote about the rattlesnake? My cousin said, "Let's go." And I said, all right. And I literally walked into a sound booth that was enclosed. Mm-hmm. That night, he started playing outside. He had his guitar. And I just started singing. I had no idea when I walked in it was going to be about snakes or rattlesnakes <laughs> or love. And that song came out. We did that whole song in one night. It was ridiculous. I it love that. Like, yeah. Is it, what, is, it's cool to see. I mean, Kev's been in the business for a long time. So yeah. it's like he's just a pro as far as like orchestrating how the whole session is going like all right sing this and let's add this or is he like hey oh, we, what do you think about this and we split it i kind of i kind of direct the sound of the song yeah. like where mm-hmm. it's gonna go and i say okay i want to hear it like and then he'll play that and then once we kind of have that sound then he'll come in with his own stuff and then i'll say how about a you know a an electric guitar riff right here and yeah. we, we just start layering it it's like cooking it's like cooking a, a, an exotic meal you just keep throwing things in and layering it and I, that's what I love about it because you you watch the thing like you know get creative right in front of your eyes and you yeah. with every pass you hear it it's it's really stimulating. It is. It is crazy that that's how songs get built. Like I even have heard like old Michael Jackson like sessions where he was like, you know, he was singing that, and then you'd hear like kids in the background be like, "Get out of here! I'll see you later." And then he was like, you know, and then they would get out of here. Yeah, I don't think he said that a lot about come over here. Witnesses, but like, and now you've known. I mean, obviously he's your cousin, so you've known him. You've known your entire life. Now, as a kid, was he? like the music kid yeah always he was always. Like, always like he went to choir school he was always playing music always listening i mean he mm-hmm. he was just born with the music and and he's just you know he's really great because once we kind of get the song down he he goes in and he'll hear if even like we'll be going through a whole song with all the instruments boom boom boom, boom like you know 18 tracks playing and he'll start he goes hold on and we're like what he goes that that C sharp was out of tune. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah. That, and then we'll roll the tape. He'll isolate one note, and I'm not even joking. One note that wasn't, and I'm just no one else would ever hear it. But he right. just, this is how meticulous he is. It's, it's. I actually love sitting back and watching him yeah. go. It, it, that's that's a great part of the process for me too. So it's really cool. I'm, I'm lucky I have such a talented cousin because oh, I get shit. to like share in his talents now do you have do you have other family members that have tried to make it in show business that have failed where you're like well 
we got one famous comedian actor, and then the others in the bare naked ladies. Like, what the fuck are no, you? Like, what no. the fuck have you done? Do you done? have a famous like <laughs> no. you know, cobbler? Cobbler. I like blueberry. Blueberry cobbler's good. Isn't that like a, sh- isn't that like a shoemaker? A sh- yeah. 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 No cobblers in my family. Um, All right. Well, this has been Harlan Williams on the About Last Night podcast. Yeah, wow. And the out. Um, <laughs> but I want people to know because I've seen you sing. You can. We you sang sing. together. Yeah, we did a, we did a God, show together. At, yeah. at, at, at the goddamn comedy jam mm-hmm, yeah. in Montreal. That's right. And you sang and you sang Rush, where <laughs> no, I sang War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and yeah, like you can sing. So Thank I want you, I I don't want people to be like oh. A uh, comedian just trying to become a rock yeah. star. Like, no, you you got well, you, you see, got some pipes. You see a Thank lot of actors you. try Thank to you. make the trend. Like Kevin Bacon as a band, Russell Crowe. Keanu I just Reeves. saw Donald Donald Sutherland on. I think it was, I want to say Rachel Ray or the Bonnie Hunt show. One of those daytime. <laughs> oh wow! Nice. It was like oh yeah. no, it was I think it was the talk or the chew or the fuck or the su- the vomit. Of, yeah. The vomit. Yeah. One of those days. I think it was the fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what a great daytime show. <laughs> the fart. Yeah. Fart. From the makers of the chew come the fart. Fart. Oh, we just, we, we need we need to just pitch that show and just have just like four comedians. Oh yeah. so oh 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 so we're gonna talk about. Current events. Now they're just gonna fart. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna fart into microphones. Bring back Star Jones if you're gonna do that. <laughs> oh, the gassiest of the gassers. Like bean burrito blaster. <laughs> she was always yeah. That's why wow. she left the View. Was that yeah, yeah? The Pew. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 Donald Sutherland was playing, and he was like, he was full on rock star, like doing every. You could tell he was just you know. He was doing, mimicking every rock star move, oh, and like he ended the whole get up, and he was like fucking, he he, you know, strum up to the mic and then play a couple notes and sing. He was like, my baby is singing on the dance in the flute on the sea, and then he back away, and he was like fucking bobbing his head, and I was like, dude, Donald just- or Kiefer. Kiefer. You okay, because I was going to yeah. say, Donald's like 80, so I'm actually <laughs> quite impressed thinking, by what, this. What old folks home are you hanging around <laughs> yeah, at, dude? Like, my God. The Bean Burrito Factory. <laughs> but and the thing with my thing is I'm not trying to be a rock star. It's, I know, it's literally but a that's what I love because I've been totally. doing it so long with my cousin. It's it's not like all of a sudden I went, oh, I want to be a rock star. Yeah. It's, it's, this is stuff we've been doing our whole life, so it's like we did it, and now it's yes. just there, but yes. I don't sit around and think about it and go, okay, yeah. How do I become a... It's just there. And that's why I love I, it. I like putting the music out in yep. the ether, and, and if someone fun. wants it, that's, that's there, all it it's is. It's great. You know? Although it would be cool to see Rattlesnake Love live. It would be. I'd love to do right? it, but but we have no plans. Yeah. We have no right. tour. We have no Well, because he's touring with the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. You're touring doing stand-up mm-hmm. and TV and yeah. movies and your, and your new show, which we're going to talk about. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like, like to, 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 to stop and say, all right, now the cousins are going to tour for a month, Yeah, you, you'd all be taking a severe pay cut. <laughs> and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I, I would do it. We, we did a small tour like about 10 years ago. We did oh, yeah. when. Before we put an album out where we were just kind of goofing around, we did a little five-city tour. We had a bus and everything. It was a blast. So there you go. We've, we've performed live, but it's the, the album isn't about turning the corner and becoming a rock star. It's, right. Yeah. It's just for fun, it's, really. It's just something fun to do. Yeah. And, You're and, not trying to be the next share. Well, let's not say that. <laughs> I mean, what a career. So, Do you believe in love after? Lo- she, yeah. What yeah. a rear. She got the car part. <laughs> she's still perform. She's in Vegas. She yeah. is? Yeah. Shit, well. I better tell her. She's at my house right now. <laughs> wow. 
you got to show the makeup do. smears on my pillow slip. Unbelievable. <laughs> you just have a share face. Oh, just implanted into your pillow. The amount of pillows people yeah. could sell on eBay that Cher has just destroyed with her eyeliner. Oh, you should see the hair clog in my shower. It looks like a hamburger. <laughs> One of those French fry things. She calls it the pube monster. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like one Opening of up for the cousins, the pube monster. <laughs> Remember when you used to, th- those things, you'd attach your hose to that octopus and yeah. it would oh, fly yeah. all over your yard? That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what the hair clog in my shower <laughs> looks like from, from Cher. <laughs> Uh, now, now, when when you're growing up, are 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 you into, are you and your cousin in the same kind of music? Is it is, is it rock? Is it like uh, it's weird because he he likes more like weird. I think he likes to lean more towards the comedy stuff. Yeah. But every time we play, I always bring it back to like you broke my heart and I love you and my yeah. my last breakup and sure. everybody's in pain. So so he's just kind of he kind of just follows me like he, he kind of i think he, he's he's amused and surprised by the stuff that i come up with like yeah. he had no yeah. idea rattlesnake love would be what it is and and at the end he really loved it and i had him do a uh, we did like a rave song called power pound which was way out of his wheelhouse power pound i think i yeah. i think i rented that the other night <laughs> <laughs> i know it sounds saw, saw saw a clip on ujiz.com oh. <laughs> number did you get two or three or did you oh, watch the original boy. oh see well i had to Ooh. watch the original because i wanted to watch the third one and i had to uh-huh. know what the plot points were yeah uh-huh. so i decided to go back and watch power pound one how'd you like the albino oh unexpected yeah right completely unexpected right. you're like oh my uh, god it's a blackout then all of a sudden not uh, so much were you surprised right. were you surprised to find out that the uh, owner of the orphanage was also the dominatrix mm-hmm. see they always yeah. keep you guessing it's like in my Shyamalan like you think you know uh-huh. but then but then you don't know because because you see that orphanage it's like ah, it's an orphanage that's innocent yeah. that's no, fun it's a bunny ranch uh, yeah. it's a bunny ranch it's what about insane. licorice willie did you like him <laughs> Wasn't a fan of him. Wasn't no, a, yeah, he was, was a bit harsh. Brought yeah. up some bad memories mm-hmm. from my past. Like that, like yeah, that, sure. <laughs> so this is. This, this, but I like that. I like that Donald Sutherland did the soundtrack. <laughs> oh yeah, he was great. Yeah, really rocked. Kiefer wanted it, but Donald's like, no, no, I got, I got this, son. I yeah. love a guy who headbangs and his wig flies off. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of that happening, oh my god, what'd you do? I was in St. Louis like a month ago, and I was at this. My favorite saint, by the way. <laughs> I was at this uh, uh, Benny Hanna style. This is Power Pound. Yeah, this is Power Pound. This is perfect for the story. Yeah. I was at a Benihana-style restaurant, right? Where okay. they cook the food in front yeah. of you. And the guy was doing a thing where he's like, hey, I'm going to toss the shrimp in your mouth. Yeah. Right? Everyone open their mouths. And I was like, all right. And then he... Uh, and, put his uh, cock in it. Put his cock, and then he threw the shrimp on my back. And I was wow. like, what am I? <laughs> That's called the Benihana, by the way. Yeah. That's, <laughs> he yeah. his dick in your mouth That's and puts Japanese for cocksucker, Benihana. People don't know that. Yeah. Benihana. That's Japanese for cocksucker. Wait, and what, wait, so what is P.F. Chang's Japanese for? Well, have you ever done anal? <laughs> So, this, so he's tossing the shrimp, and and, uh, and he tosses it on a kid's face. He misses it. Tosses it in my face. Uh, I miss it, but I got the cock. And then he it's tosses like a shrimp it. shrimp bukkake going on. And then on he right tosses here. it to this. Um, there was a, 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 a couple, 
and uh, and he tosses it to this black girl, and she flips right back, and her weave just flies right off. Not, whoa! Yeah, like one wh- of those octopuses that you attach the hose yep. to. <laughs> Flew right off, wow. and literally, like you know, sometimes you yeah. see something, and it happens so unexpectedly that you can't prep how you're gonna react to it. Yeah, like he flips it, wow. he goes, he goes, hep, hep, and then he goes, ho, oh, and then she like yokes back, and the wig flies right off, wow. and I was looking right at her, and I went, oh no. And then wow. everybody was like, oh. And then she grabbed it and caught it and put it back on. And she goes, well, that was embarrassing. <laughs> and then the guy with the shrimp guy goes, I didn't even see it. Like to try to make it better. And it was like, how do you see, not just see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just own it. I got to figure, though, if you wear a wig yeah. every day or yeah. even once a week, yeah. you should at least put enough adherent on it to prevent a shrimp from knocking it off. <laughs> if you, you know go to Benny I mean? Hanna and you know there's cock and shrimp coming at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, know like, that your head's gonna go put back. Put some glue on there. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Weird. I, would you ever wear a wig? I have. Not like po- like offset. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I uh, I was when I was living in Toronto. Uh, I used to work in an office building in a mailroom, mm-hmm. and one of the girls from the uh, the other floor. There was it was like this place had like twenty thirty floors. And uh, girls from other floors would come up to use the photocopy machine, you know, in, in my mailroom. And so one of them was very flirty with me, and we got to know each other. And and uh, she goes, uh, yeah, I'm going to this club to dance tonight, you know. And I said, oh, cool. So just as a goof, I I went home that night and put on a disguise, like a blonde wig and a, and a Hawaiian shirt and, like, glasses. I put on a whole disguise. <laughs> And I went to the club, and sure enough, she was there. And, you know, girls like to get out and dance by themselves yeah. on the mm-hmm. dance floor. I don't need anybody. Right. So I just, I just kind of got out and started dancing and just got right up to her. And I was dancing with her for about 15 minutes. She had no idea it was me. I never said anything. And then Monday, I went to work, and she came up to do some photos. I said, I said, hey, how was the club? And she was like, oh, it was really fun. I said, yeah, I really liked your gold shoes. And she's like, what? And, I said, yeah. <laughs> and your polka dot shirt. And I liked the way you had your hair up. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? She was freaked out. I said, I was dancing with you. And she goes, no, you weren't. And I, and I still know her to this day. We're friends. And she still doesn't believe that it happened <laughs> to this day. But you still knew all the God. details. I know, but she just, she, she can't, she still refuses to believe that. She said, I would have known. I would have seen you. I would have. And I was literally right with her, right in front of her. <laughs> so that was my little wig story. One, one of many, but that's oh, the yeah. only one I'm going to give you today. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, I'm I, I'm jealous, Harlan, because yeah. you can do a prank like that. If I try that, if I put on a yeah, wig, yeah. if it's like, Brad, <laughs> yeah. what's up? Yeah. Like, they just what think holiday it would, is it? They would yeah. think it was Thing from the Adams Family. Yeah. <laughs> or that from the Cheesecake that, Factory. That from the ocean. Is that that from the ocean? <laughs> is that, are you that or Thing? <laughs> yeah. What are you? I'm that thing. When oh, I'm okay. in the water, I'm that. When I'm on land, I'm thing. <laughs> I'm sensing one of those old conjunction junction. Yeah. I'm that old thing. And <laughs> uh, would you ever? Well, speaking of cartoons, yeah. you have a new show. Yeah, yeah. Puppy Dog Pals. Yeah, man. Puppy Dog Pals, which I'm ha- which I'm happy to say, no joke. My nephew watches. Yay! He's three. Awesome. He watches the Puppy Dog Pals. 
awesome. Yeah, he he hates the owner though. He the like, owner, that's he me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He hates Perfect. that person. Sounds like a racist. Yeah, yeah. So white, he, white racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. says but like every now and then if you listen, like they throw in the N word. It, 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 it's insane. But uh, never. My, no, my no, nieces no. Uh, love it, and they love Bingo. That's so oh favorite. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Seven year old twin girls. I don't know what the di- so it's on Disney Channel. It's on Disney Channel and Disney, Disney Junior. Junior. Yeah, it's called Puppy Dog Pals. It's it's literally made. For, for for two to five year olds, yeah. but it's kind of one of these ones that seems to be crossing over to older, so like two to ten year olds, and uh, it's only been on the air for about a month, and, yeah. and it's get doing really great. People are loving it. It's about Bingo and Raleigh. Bingo and Rolly. They're, Rolly, they're two right. little pug puppies, yeah. and uh, basically they live with their owner Bob. I do the voice of Bob. Yep, there you go. And uh, basically they overhear something he says around the house. And they misinterpret that it's something that he wants. And so when he goes to work, they go out into the world and find it. Example being, he's reading the paper one morning. There's a, an ad for Hawaii. And he's like, boy, I'd love to feel the sand of Hawaii between my toes. He goes to work. The pugs feel they, they got to go to Hawaii, get some sand, bring it home, which they do. They always beat him home by 5 o'clock, even though they go all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> and they resolve the mission. Yeah. And uh, so... It looks great. The writing's really fun, and, and it, it really, the quality of it even blew me away. It looks kind of like a CGI Pixar totally. movie. Yeah, it does. And uh, for, for like a Saturday morning cartoon, I did not think we'd be at that level, but it just, it looks stunning. So I'm, I'm and, really excited about and it. You, and you created the show. I created it, yeah. Now, because now, comics were some of the craziest, filthiest minds, and we, ha- and we hang out late at night and we have bad thoughts what's what's going through your head where you go like you know what i'm gonna do a kid's show well i've always been uh immersed in that world but you know over my career i've i've written an illustrated children's book so i have like nine books that uh wow. i i did right when i got out of college i studied animation in college yep. i don't know if you know that but mm-hmm. but so that's always been in my wheelhouse and and you guys know my act. I mean, it's very... I'm kind of like a big kid up very there playful, yeah. any, anyhow. And so uh, I've just been able to tap into that world of a kid's imagination. And so I've been developing animated shows and children's books and stuff like That's that. That's great. But I think what's cool is, as you said... You know, I've also done movies like Half Baked and, and right. every Dumb now and, and then. Dumber and things, yeah, like, my, things my, like that. Yeah, my act is pretty clean. But every now and then there's blue stuff. But Sure. But I, I, I think, uh, you know, people shouldn't separate. You know, it, it's not like... Uh, it's not either it, or. Yeah. You can ev- do both because that's, yeah. that, that's what we all do. We, exactly. we, we, we all have times where we're hanging out with certain friends where, we you know, we, we, we can be a little bluer, right. so, so to but speak. But when you're around kids, you, yeah. you're applied and you act more like a kid. So that's kind of the way I approach my career. There's things I can do for adults, things I can do for kids, yeah. singing, comedy, whatever. And, you know? I, and, and I... I I know Adam's probably seen this a bunch of times because he's open for you on the road, but w- when I see you get a heckler, you disarm a heckler in the nicest <laughs> way. Like, the, like I don't want to encourage people to heckle you. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. saying that, but like you're you're so nice to them. Like you're like, and you're almost so nice that they just kind of go, "Wait, what? I can't. <laughs> I can't tell this guy to fuck off because he just told he just told me like to go roll around in some daisies. Like I, 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 well, I the tone can't of, insult some guy. Like yeah. that. your tone of voice and, and the misdirection, I feel like, is always so leveling that you just don't see it coming. Like yeah, yeah. The, and even just, I'm really always impressed the way you get the smallest amount of information, and then I'm able to like, you're able to just 
turn it into a slam like <laughs> like i mean when people say like they're uh a, you're like what do you do uh, for work and he's like i'm a web designer you're like oh so you're a spider <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> yeah well you know I, I i just i try to be uh I, I don't want people to leave my shows feeling hurt i want if i'm yeah. gonna interact with a heckler I, I want it to be fun and playful and silly and yeah do you I, have that in the booth for the um when you're doing the voice i mean obviously the writers they write these great stories and i love the, the friendship element that's like yeah. my favorite part of the show because oh, thanks. Yeah. these guys really are going on these crazy adventures and it's like you don't see a really good uh, you know i don't know sometimes <clears throat> at animated shows where they have the characters going on these adventures you don't <clears throat> still get that strong friendship theme yeah, from it. They're just total buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They and, do everything together. Uh, but are you in the booth? Like, obviously, it's your show. Like, can you riff and improvise lines? Or are you usually trying to stay to the script? You know what? We, we, we don't improvise a lot because it's tougher with animation because they animate to the voices and the script. So when you improvise in a movie, they can just shoot another take. But with mm-hmm. animation, if you improvise, they've got to draw that improvisation yeah. right. and that improvisation could end up costing four hundred thousand dollars you know what i mean because yeah. they weren't slated to draw that so so you're you're limited with your improvisation with animation but right. sometimes you can get a little bit of stuff in there mm-hmm. was your voice as bob the um original go-to or did you have other uh no i was always bob i was always the, the but were there bob other voice. types did you screw around with different types of bob voices or uh no i just i just kind of put him right in here like he's always very loving he's yeah like, mm-hmm. hey guys how you doing you know mm-hmm. little buddies how are you <laughs> yeah. so i always make sure he's you always get the sense he's got a lot of love in his voice for his little puppy. Yeah. So. And it's also and it's Disney. You can't like if it's the yeah. owner of some pups, he can't be like You guys good? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen my smokes? <laughs> Larry. It's bingo. Whatever. Like you, he's gotta be a yeah. you brought me sand from Hawaii. What if you really want to make, make me happy, go get me a fifth of tequila. <laughs> you guys want a power pound or what? <laughs> you guys want a power pound puppies? <laughs> Now, do you see other dog shows? Like, do you see the like the like the guys from uh, Paw Patrol and like you guys have a little like Jets and Sharks fight? It's interesting. I didn't know anything about Paw Patrol yeah. until I I did this, and then uh, and then I kind of found out about it, and then it's a huge joggernaut. Yeah. And then my uh, nephew also loves Paw Patrol. Yeah. I don't want I don't want the net I don't, I don't want the listeners saying, to be like, oh, Brad just sits home and watches cartoon yeah, dog shows all day. Play hair. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it Paw Patrol or Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. No, Paw. Paw. Yeah, okay. Paw, like P-A-W, Patrol. It's like Paw yeah. Patrol. No, you know? it's not like a, a, the father of a family of trolls. <laughs> yeah. Paw Patrol. Because I don't understand why Brad was watching that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that, sure, I got to yeah. check in on my family members. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got an idea for a show for <laughs> Yeah, the Paw Patrol. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. One tr- a little differently. One Tree Hill, also based on Brad's life. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I why? Co- really? I, I come from the One Tree Hill. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's where all dwarves come from. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, the One Tree Hill. <laughs> one Tree Hill. Yeah, it's in North Dakota, ironically. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah I, I, you don't I, ever read Judy Bloom? She wrote, all <laughs> no. dwarves come from North Dakota. What? Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh-huh. was, it, it, it was before the Super Fudge series. I wonder if, if I just had a vision of a giant popcorn machine on a hill and a bunch of dwarfs popping out of it. Like, like movie theater popcorn. That sounds better. Yeah. That's how they were created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One popcorn machine <laughs> hill. How about that? Popcorn patrol. Yeah. There you go. 
So I like these shows. Popcornopolis is just a, it's just where they it's have just, all the meetings. It's, it's just a dwarf factor. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. Well, the the good ones become dwarves, and the bad ones go back and they're and, and they're popcorn. Talk about a business I missed out on. You know, Popcornopolis. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Jesus, what yeah, a gold you mine! Blew it, you blew it, you blew it, bro. <laughs> trying, right. trying to be a comedian and actor. What would your popcorn flavor what be? What a great question. The really ze- great. The uh, really z- zebra is my favorite. There's a zebra. Yeah, what which is, is pretty, oh, wow. which is pretty much just like s'mores. That's a great idea. Zebra popcorn. Flavor? Yeah, because it's like black and white chocolate sauce, so it's zebra. Ooh, wow. Yeah. What would be yours? Probably raspberry taint. Ooh, raspberry nice, taint. Nice, yeah, nice. it's a good one. I'd probably be like. Uh, I'd be like sour cream and lead paint. <laughs> Just because mm. I ate a lot of that as a kid. So it's right. so like a flashback. It's nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. Remind you of your childhood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe gum- gummy bear. Oh, right? for- how about forest gummy bear? Oh, thank you. How about Smell forest like Whitaker? How about forest Whitaker's left eye flavor? <laughs> It just sags to the ground. You yeah. can't pick it up. What does that taste like? I don't know. God. Slow. Beef jerky? His eye, though, man. It's, it seems like the crazier the world gets, the more his eye closes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, because like, in Star Wars, yeah. in, in Star Wars, that's he's on another planet, yeah. and it's like, oh, wow, the eye, the eye is in full effect tonight. Yeah. It's going. Do you yeah. think he takes parts based on the world? Like, he's like, all right, Star Wars, the eye is going to make sense. Phenomenon, Travolta has superpowers. Yeah. It makes sure. sense that I'm a friend who's like, I can't believe it. So I can't believe it so much that my eye's going to fucking turn the other way because yeah. he's like, I can't face all the craziness. You know what? Now that I think about it, that makes a lot of sense because then in uh, Species, he played a psychic. Yeah. So the eye kind of makes sense yeah, there. Yeah. And then uh, what a... Uh, Ghost dog, he's like some hood samurai. See, yeah, wow. that, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You're like, oh, my eyes weird because I got chopped or, or, right. or something like that. And the butler, wasn't he the butler? And he yeah. got his eye. Lee Daniels, the butler, right all over the salad. But what if, <laughs> what if, would it be weird? And I'm not trying to mock the guy, but what if he just had a normal eye? <laughs> And every, I don't every know that few world. months, he like accidentally turns into a doorknob, or he's at a baseball game and a foul ball hits him in the eye, or he's canoeing, and the guy in front of him whacked him with the paddle. Like, what if his eye is like just a series of eye injuries? Right before it's he just shoots. about heals. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I'm good to go for this. But smack, a football hits him. Some kids are practicing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that possible? That it would could be. be. Th- that would be the greatest con of all time. No, wow. Forrest Whitaker actually Let's has start a that pot, rumor. Two, two fine eyes. Yeah. Two yeah. fine eyes. The name of the documentary yeah. about Forrest Whitaker. Right. Well, eye. because yeah. there is the internet rumor that Steve, that Stevie Wonder can actually see. Yeah. There is that. There is that rumor. I don't know because because it shows right. him like at late at, at Laker games, like waving to the players, and it's like, how does he know? Whoa. It's a conspiracy. Maybe he just pretended so he never had to like have small talk or like yeah. notice anybody at parties. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he did it just so he can use the pickup line. I'm blind, but I know what but I want, but, but I know what beautiful feels like. Oh. Ooh, that's what I'm thinking. You can't say that if you're not blind? Yeah, can't I can't say I, that. I said that to Cher the other <laughs> night. Before she make up rub your pillow. But what about I mean, I feel going back to Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Um, a a sentence that doesn't get said enough. By the way, this is the opening topic on the fart. <laughs> what did, What about Whitaker. when he was a kid? The poor guy. Like, I know. Do you think he had the thing at the like he, when they're playing games. I spy with my <laughs> saggy eye. Something like, like what did he do? 
hide and seek. He's like, I can see you. You're like, really, Forrest? Well, part of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see you. your legs. All right, I see you on that side of the room, and then oddly, I, I I also see you on that side of the room at the very same time. But you always got to look for the silver lining and everything. And yeah. I picture like during a total eclipse, the only kid standing in the middle of the road, staring right at the sun, was yeah. Whitaker. Yeah, he's like, I got no problem here, man. I'll be looking at me, Santa. I'll be lo- I'll be what time period is this? I don't know. Eighteen seventies Louisiana. I'll be looking but all right. at an eclipse. <laughs> Y'all come out of your house now. Yeah. Everyone Forrest, else has I'm the looking special at that glasses. eclipse. Yeah. yeah. I got an eclipse eye. <laughs> Total eclipse of the eye. Oh, he starts wow. singing it. Yeah. That's the soundtrack. <laughs> uh, what 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 was the most rewarding and most challenging part of creating a cartoon? Because uh, this was a year. The what, most two- challenging part is it animation takes forever. So I pitched the show almost six years ago. I yeah. sold the wow. show to Disney al- right. almost six years ago, and then. You know, with animation, you have to, you know, you develop it, you develop develop the art, you write the script. Then we did a full pilot. Yeah. And so they had to animate the full pilot, and animation takes forever. So And Disney's so meticulous, so once we had the pilot, they sent this thing all over the world to test mm-hmm. market it to see what the reaction is. Fortunately, it was good yeah. globally. Yeah. And then we had to come back and kind of start all over again and do, now that we knew the show was greenlit, we had to do the real designs. We had to write 50 scripts because there's 50 episodes. We, wow. And then they have to do all the animation. And so it, it's been a long, but it's, re, it's rewarding. As I said, it came out looking and being better than I even oh, yeah. imagined. So I'm very happy. It, what was the first moment like when you watched, like, I mean, you, you have been seeing so much of it through the whole process yeah. and, and getting, you know, dailies and then sending you animations. So yeah. you saw the whole thing. But I mean, did you sit down and watch the first episode when it aired? Like, yeah, the, the wow factor <coughs> was when we got, because it starts off as just drawings yeah. and then it becomes an animatic which is black and white pencil drawings yep. that the directors do of the mm-hmm. action to give you an idea of what it's going to look like and then they yeah. give you some color renderings but the, the, the real wow factor was when we got our first 30 seconds back from the studio and it was completely rendered with lighting music and music and, and just we saw what they were going to look like right. as a finished product and it was just like whoa this is very this looks like a Pixar movie so yeah. Did you get choked up I didn't get choked up but I, I like I said I was like this this is better bigger than I thought yeah and, and what I didn't know when we started the show is I just thought it was going to be like in the US and Canada <laughs> but this mm-hmm. thing's going up in 150 countries globally so th- this little cartoon's probably going to have a f- a farther reach than my 30 years of being in the entertainment industry wow, it's just amazing. bizarre so and also <clears throat> introducing you to a whole new audience right like yeah i mean not that they'll know who i am but it's interesting because my name comes up right at the beginning of the it says yep. puppy dog pals created by harlan williams so i've been getting a lot of social media re- reaction and, and awesome. shout outs from people who are like we had no idea this was yours and they yeah. and so people are really surprised so i guess older people are finding out about me that way but, but also like kids are on the internet so hard now and true, it's like yeah. there could be a 
and this business is so uncertain and flimsy that like there could be this whole movement of 10 year olds that discover the show that become huge Harlan fans look up all your stuff true find a lot of that clean material and yeah. then all of a sudden you're getting booked they're like hey Harlan the Irvine Improv wants you for 10 sold out shows at 3pm with kids yeah yeah. 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 I mean it, with it, kids and Forrest Whitaker's eye cut <laughs> out oh sweet I mean, lumpkin people have been saying it people have been saying it for years and now it's finally come to fruition Harlan Williams loves 10 year olds <laughs> And that's what, that's what they've been saying. For I years. love their minds. I love the kids' say, minds. Do you do you want kids ever? Uh, I, if, if the if the right uh, opportunity came around, I would definitely have kids. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever adopt like uh, Big Daddy style? I don't think I'd adopt. Yeah. And and You'd there's have nothing to make wrong it... with it, but in a selfish way. And Come I think on. it's because we're we're artists, or yep. at least for me, you like creating. It, it's like I I, I I like creating, and I want to see. I don't know if this is selfish or just natural, but I want to see if I have a an organic kid, mm-hmm. if the child has any of my artistic ability yes. or comedic ability or acting ability or whatever, or if the kid just goes completely in a different direction. But yeah. I feel like I want to have a kid that has my genes so I can see what it does. And if I do have any talents... Maybe I pass it on to them, and they they have talents of their own. I guess yeah. it's just the curiosity. I hope that doesn't sound like that's why people have kids. But yeah. I, think it's, 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 I mean, a lot of people have kids just because they want a little version of them running around. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Just, just a little version of them, or yeah. some, something they can uh, put their ideas into, so then they yeah. sort of live on and, yeah. and through and through their kids. Do you so. want kids? Would you guys want kids? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, I'm going to adopt Brad at some point. I mean, oh really? So so far, it's a lot of paperwork because he's, he's getting only married. My, yeah, yeah. He, he's only my legal guardian in Guatemala right oh, now. Wow. But we're, but but we're trying to get it legal in the states. We're What's gonna, your son's name? That. <laughs> We're gonna legally change it. Yeah, 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 yeah. To that. <laughs> no, but Brad, you do. Yeah, you're you're gonna try pretty quick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, about, you're gonna have kids. I'm, awesome. I'm about to get married in, oh, in, uh, wow. in uh, September. Oh, bro. And then uh, we want kids, and uh, yeah, and but like I would. Personally, I want to adopt, but I want to adopt a, a, a dwarf kid because yes. not because not oh, to yeah, get yeah. not to get too. Uh, deep on this no, thing, but right. the, but there's a lot of like Asian dwarf babies that kind okay. that that kind of get thrown out for real. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. like the like in China they're only supposed to have one kid. Yeah. So uh, so if that so if they have a dwarf, it's like well we don't want this one. We want we want a good kid or whatever. No yeah. way. Yeah. So then I'm I, I want to <laughs> adopt an Asian dwarf baby. That an Asian dwarf baby is the cutest thing on the planet. It I've really seen I've, I've seen the yeah. pugs, but they got nothing. On Asian dwarf baby, boy, nothing. Wow. You could yeah. rob, you can rob banks as long as, as with no gun. You just hold up an Asian dwarf baby, a la Simba, and they just start giving you money. Dude, Asian babies, <laughs> forget about the dwarf. Yeah, are, just Asian are, babies. They're cute as hell. Yeah. Right. So you throw in it's it's a it's a dwarf. <laughs> that's like that's like, you might as well have a baby sloth. Yeah, you know? and they'll reprogram your iPhone if you can't. All right, so we, wow, right. you should get a baby Asian dwarf with a if you can customize it with a. Forrest Whitaker eye. That would be awesome. Yeah, what sex position gets you that? Yeah. You know I don't how know. Some girls are like, it. on top gets you a boy. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. No. I, yeah. yeah, I've heard that stuff. There's like, yeah, there's like, apparently, I don't know what book it's in. Maybe it's like, Wait, this is how different you, positions? This is how you fuck for, a, for the gender you want. Whoa. Right. By Judy Bloom, but yeah. it's forward by Donald Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. But wow. it, it's, it's a, where certain positions get you a certain... 
I, I, there's probably no wow. rhyme or reason to it, right? But well, you have heard that. That, and then I start to think, what kind of weird-ass positions did my parents do to get a midget? <laughs> yeah, a helicopter? Really? Yeah, like what? A glory like, hole? <laughs> <laughs> they did it in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you do it in a tree while eating cookies, Next that's... Next to the popcorn machine. Yeah, bo- <laughs> yeah. Both on your knees. That's oh, wow. when... Both on your knees. Both yeah. on your knees. That's the secret. Then you get a dwarf kid. Wow. <laughs> God, what is it? You know what? But that way, that is a great bit. Yes. Because that is something that is like talked about and not. Yeah, people say, "Oh, you gotta do this for a boy." You know, if you really stuck to that, like we've talked about, with a uh, that's another dwarf stereotype that yeah. people don't know. And if you sell it, people will go, "Oh, then I guess that's how it that's how it happens." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know. I'd never heard that. That's where, pretty wild. Where uh, do you have any names picked out for a kid? Because people always think of that. For for me, yeah. Or would you start with like? I always wanted to this. I wanted if I have a boy, I want to call him Cowboy. Cowboy Williams. Cowboy Williams. Oh, my God. That sounds like a wrestler That's from the 80s. unbelievable. <laughs> and if I have a girl, I want her to be Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed Williams. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. Cowboy yep. and Tumbleweed. Yep. I like it. I think Cowboy. Mosey if you, if you on over here, Cowboy. Cowboy, you'd yeah. never forget him. I'd also, never forget him your you, whole life. You want to be friends with him. Yeah. Just yeah. for the sake of being mm-hmm. like, Cowboy's coming to the party. Yeah. Who? Oh, you guys don't Cowboy. know Cowboy? Also, Williams with Cowboy is such a yeah, great pairing. It works, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's like traditional, and then you get a little a little different. I like yeah. that. And what? then if you had a girl and she was just a cute little beautiful girl, and her name t- was Tumbleweed, and she had like messy hair. Yeah, like, it's very uh, Pippi Longstocking. Forrest Gumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Gumpy was the, uh, or Forrest Whitaker I was the. Was oh, yeah, the, that's a Forrest the, Whitaker I. I said Forrest Gump. I have an allergy. My eye is swollen. I ran right into Forrest Whitaker and my eye puffed up. That's, ha- that's what happened. The forests collided. Yeah, one right. got a bad eye, one got dumb. One got a major concussion, <laughs> one guy got guppy eye. <laughs> Also a flavor of Popcornopolis. True, yeah, true. Guppy eye. True. Have you, uh, have you been on the road uh, a bunch? Yeah, man. Yeah. I've, been, uh, I've been doing something pretty interesting because I'm prepping for my next special. I can't wait. And so uh, I've been going on stage as Carmel Corn the Pug. <laughs> and, uh, and I saw sh- this at the comedy store. This, Were this you is, there that night? This is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I'm, so on, on June 22nd in Irvine... I'm in the Irvine Improv. I'm shooting my next special as Carmel Corn the Pug. The whole, the whole special. Now explain be, what that means. Well, I, 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 I've done a lot of specials. Yes, a lot, and I'm, I'm in just, theaters. Yeah, you've done the, the the way that people do them. HBO right? yeah. specials, Comedy yep, Central, Central Presents, specials. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've done I don't know ten, fifty. I don't know. Yeah. And so now I'm at a point in my career where I want to do specials where I'm not just standing there in a t-shirt and jeans and doing my act. Force of nature, a great example. I've done a lot of it. So my last special was out in the desert on a hill with no audience in the middle of the day, force of nature. And I'd been waiting for inspiration for my next special to come. And I, I, I knew I didn't want it to just be, you know, the same old thing for me. And I was in this weird uh, shop and I found a mask of uh, a pug it's a pug mask that fully articulates when i move my mouth the mouth on the on the mask moves and so i'm doing the uh i'm doing my whole special as caramel corn the pug oh my yeah god yeah. Be- one of my favorite parts about this is uh the comedy store w- when you went up that night yeah i didn't oh yeah you, i yeah. didn't see did i see you that night no no okay. you, 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 but i was there and it was 
like then I read the comments because because so, someone like posted a picture of you on stage as Caramel Corn the Pug. Yeah. And the comments are like, oh great, they 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 gave some bullshit hack a spot when a real comedian could have done. I'm like, that's Harlan. Like that, yeah, that, right, right. You got the, like they they don't know it's you, so yeah. so they think it's like uh like there was some guy. Um, if you remember, there was a season of Last Comic Standing where a guy went up in a in in a monkey costume. Oh, really? No, I didn't know and he, that. Much. And he did and he did one liners as a oh, monkey. Oh, wow! No, but, but they were monkey themed one liners. Okay, okay. And like people went ape shit. Uh, I mean, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I honestly didn't try to do that. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, like people were all mad about it. It's like what? It's goofy. Yeah, it's yeah. silly. Why? Why the hell not? Well, I don't care if people get mad. It's my act. It's yeah. my show. So yeah, I'm exactly. going to do whatever I want. And and I, it looks really. You know, I've been filming samples of it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's it's something that I just. It's going to be fun for me. And now, do you write pug themed jokes? Yeah. No, like I'm jokes doing my I'm doing my regular act. I'm doing my. Re- I'm, I'm basically I in my that head is I that, that more. caramel corn is just another comic slugging it out in the comedy world, and yeah. he finally got a special. Are you going to do some uh, so, some sort of like pre uh, like a sketch beforehand to give some backstory, or uh, we might do some green room interviews and stuff? Yeah. But but uh, no, he's just another guy that's been hitting the pavement, and he, he got well, a special. So. If if for any reason you do something where you interview other comedians to talk about their relationship with caramel corn and yeah. like man he's been hitting the road this guy <laughs> this guy's literally a road dog like he is out there and uh he got i i been taking his licks you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've never seen a comic bite a heckler before but he actually bit <laughs> a heckler and some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some guys really just shit on stage and <laughs> and caramel corn you know that was his closer early was, on yeah he would People take a shit that. on stage yeah, so it's going to be fun, man. That's if so if anybody listening wants to come yeah. to the tape, oh, we'll plug it before um, too. Yeah, yeah, it's June twenty uh, second, June twenty second in Irvine, Irvine and if you want to see a dog do stand up, <laughs> it's going to be very unique and different and a lot of fun. Oh my god! Yeah. Now, because in you say like you do these specials that are interesting and new and weird. I looked up your IMDb before I uh, before we did the podcast, and you ha- and you have an upcoming project. I want to know if this is a real project or if literally you just did this as a goof. I have a feeling it's not real already <laughs> because and it, and it's real. You can go to Harlan Williams' uh, IMDb page. Says you are making a movie called Wingman. No, and not in, real. Okay, because yeah. the because the description of this movie is. This movie is about a wing that is a man, a very big man, the size of a mountain, who hold who holds captivation in Islamabad to fight aliens from Karkas Bastan. That is on Jeez, that yeah. is on your IMDb page it right is? now. Starring yeah. Whoopi Goldberg and Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. That's what I hate about about, you know, the information age yeah. we live in because, you know, it, it's like I got stuff like that on my Wikipedia page. I got all this stuff that doesn't exist. Really? It, yeah, it's, it's just it, it, How do you monitor that? Is well, it, you can't. I went in once. I spent like a whole day cuz anyone can go on Wikipedia and put whatever they want. So I went back the next day and someone had changed everything back that I oh, had, that I had so fixed. So it's like so why? I was like forget it. I've never I've never even looked at my Wikipedia Who page. Who mon- like that's the thing is who's checking that every day to make sure that their Harlan facts are still there. I know. It's very weird and the fact you can't change your own story is yeah. strange. Yeah. But then at the same time be 
be, because your stand up and your characters are always so silly and so random and and, and you've been brought up on you, you're you're going to do stand up with a pug mask and I've brought you on stage before as Larry from Fresno. Yeah. Uh, that's a like, popular one. Yeah, like that uh like reading those weird facts we're like okay that's probably Harlan. Yeah, really. That that <laughs> sounds like something I might do to be honest. Yeah, but, uh, just no. put something fake on your or, yeah, uh, on yeah, your IMDb people page. People believe it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you so since you're you're prepping for the special as uh, Carmel Corn, but are you so is it is it uh, going to be weird to then have the dog mask in the special, but you haven't been doing it on the road? Well, I've been doing it on the road a bit. Yeah, with, with the, the mask. What I've been doing is I've been opening for myself. <laughs> so I'll go to a I'll go to a club. Oh my god! The MC will introduce Caramel Corn. I'll yeah. come out and do like ten minutes as Caramel Corn. Yeah. Then my real opener will come out, and then I'll come out after my opener. So, so you so, so you do a guest spot for I yourself. I do a guest spot as, as for myself as Caramel Corn the Pog. <laughs> So it's a good way to now, just get used to doing them and practicing. And are you ch- are you changing your voice at all? A little bit, and it, it it's kind of a result of just being in the mask and kind of how. So, so I'm kind of. Well, you feel like a character. Yeah, a little bit. So I'm kind of a little bit of the Big Lebowski, like, "Hey, what's going on, man? Caramel corn the pug here, bro. Uh, what's going on, bro? I like that he says yeah. caramel corn the pug, like yeah, in, yeah. Ca- in, in, in case you weren't aware. Yeah. Well, how so. do people respond to it when you go up and then? Well, the first time I went out, I was a little bit nervous because I thought, you know, people are just—they're gonna—they won't know what to think, and I didn't right. know what to think. But I literally did like—I I did material from my act, and it worked. People were laughing, mm-hmm. and people—you know—some some nights it was stronger, some nights it was weaker. The, the night you saw me at the comedy store, it wasn't a particularly strong night. But what's interesting with Caramel Corn is. He looks so... It's so bizarre to see him up there. I can just stand there and kind of look around the room with the ears flapping and people are tittering. Like That's they're laughing awesome. without yeah. me even saying anything. So. Yeah, and, and and like you say, the mask is such that when you talk, the mouth moves. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of freaky to people. Right, and it's it's helped sell it. You know? Right, absolutely. It's, not, it, it's, it's, still, it's, it's still absurd, but... In a weird way, you can still do expressions on the yeah. dog's face, and yeah. you still and pe- and people still get it. So. Yeah, and I'm a little more physical. The night you saw me, I just kind of stood there. I'm, yeah, right. Some nights I go out very minimalistic, just to see if if the writing and and the appearance work. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, but when I do the special, yeah. I'm going to be moving around a lot. Sure, more, you're, you're, you're going to go lift your leg and pee I'm on someone in the yeah. front row. You Puppy know? wants to play, bro. <laughs> It'd be great to do some sort of like you saying goodbye to like your folks or something, and and or and, and be like, all right, guys, I'm gonna go to the special, and having yeah. actual pugs, and they just don't react, and then you cut back to you being like, they're supportive, they just don't say it a lot, they don't communicate very well. What's up, bro? It's caramel corn. Now, like, and, and you're and you're a guy where. I, I love that you don't try to fit some particular mold, rather rather be creating kids shows or going on stage and performing with a pug mask. Like you do what you want to do in this business. You're not you're not a guy that feels like, okay, well I've got to be this guy because that's what people want and that's what sells or that's what works. Or like you're just like, no, I'm I'm just gonna do what I feel like doing and then people will come along for the ride. That's right. That's called life, man. You're you're only here once, so you just yeah. you know, what you know, one of the reasons we're artists is 
to do what we want to do i think mm-hmm. a lot of us became artists because we didn't want to fit a mold we didn't want to yeah. follow a path we wanted to forge yeah. a path we wanted to be free to express and create and 100%. so and so uh you know that's what the entertainment industry is and and sometimes it's befuddling to people and sometimes it's risky and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i mm-hmm. i think you guys know this the reward is like every time you guys do new material no, you're really walking out on the ledge you yeah. don't know There's, and that's yeah. that's kind of the beauty of of what you do you're just out there on your own doing your thing do you still great. get nervous when you go out with new material or is it just exciting at this point uh <clears throat> i i do get a little nervous i think yeah, yeah i get a little a li- maybe more a little insecure because when you go out with you know seasoned material there's there's no trepidation but when you go out with stuff that you've never tried before you're like oh geez you know yeah it's kind of like a chef putting down a new type of food and he's worried if people are gonna like it and that's kind of what we we experience i think but it's it's exhilarating at the same time because you're you know that unknown is what kind of gets your heartbeat going, and yeah. it's, it's fun. It's and, fun, and it's fun every like every time you do a new joke and it works. It, yeah. it, 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 it never gets old. It's yeah. just never like, well, I knew that was going to happen because yeah. no, you don't know what's going to happen. And when it works, you can't. You go, oh man, I want to do another set just to make yeah. sure that it worked. Yeah. You know, you know what like, I've, I've liked about it that you did that I picked up on that I've adapted is is not having, and it's fine that people do have like the notes up there when they're doing new material, I guess, but like. When I, I never saw, when you were, the first time I think I started opening for you, you would tell me about new bits and I would see you doing them and you were doing them as if they were a part of your act, like to really sell them and not like looking down at something or, or, or even mentioning that it was new and giving it a chance to be received that way and not having like a crutch. Sometimes I feel like having the notes up there when people try something new and then if it doesn't work, they can be like, oh, whatever. And and still try to save with that. And so I was like, oh, I, I like that he just put it in there and and didn't let them know that it was new to give him the best chance to get a reaction, I feel like. Yeah, well, one of the things I do with new material is I uh, traditionally, about 90% of the time, I open with it. It's the first joke yeah. I'll do yeah. because and because I'm like, if, if, it, if it can hammer them for the first thing out of my mouth, right. they don't know, they haven't heard me on stage yet. If it works in that moment... I know it's strong. You yeah, know? and and that's what every sort of seasoned comic tells you not to do. Like right, right. Every, every guy says, okay, open with stuff you like yeah. that works, and then close with stuff you yeah. like that no, works. No, I like I like to just yeah. come out with the new stuff and just it's honest at that boom. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you're you're not because uh, that it, it's not piggybacking off stronger laughs that you've gotten in the beginning. You like you say you like you haven't earned their trust yet, right? As as the headliner, so. If it if it works up top, it's good. It's, well, it, I it's, think it's good stuff. for me it forces it too. You know how let's say you do a thing in the middle of your act, a new bit, and you mm-hmm. go, oh that that kind of worked, and they go, okay, next time I'll put a little seasoning on it. I'll yep. yeah. I'll change three words. I'll put an inflection here. I'll I'll do this to make it work. When I do my new bits right out of the gate, the first joke out of my mouth, I find it forces me to find the seasoning real immediately quick. yeah real quick and so it, it's like i'm i'm finding that stuff right out of the gate so that mm-hmm. in my head i'm like i don't want people to know this is the first time i've done this joke yeah. so no. well i'm delivering it for the first time my my brain's finding all the little inflections all the little flavors that i normally would have probably taken four or five 
shows to yeah. find if I'd stuck it in the middle and just kind of hit it with everything else. So it, it puts a lot of pressure on me, but I like that, and I, I find that the joke finds itself, its voice. You're giving more really attention quick. to it if you do yeah, it up top, right? It, it, it's yeah. really, you're really like pampering it immediately, you know? <laughs> I like one it's of the fun. things you did the first time I went on the road with you where, you know, I was doing a lot of jokes about Wolverine. I think I had my Pimp My Ride joke in there. And you, uh, <laughs> and you went up there and you basically were like, Guys, uh, you know, so I, uh, I've been Wolverine for the last five years and, you know, exhibit, put a pimp popcorn machine in my fucking trunk. And this is all new material, folks. I'm just trying to work it out real quick. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I love when comics feel free to do stuff like that on the road that sort of breaks up the monotony of always doing, you know, the same act every night. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to play around yeah. with it. Yeah. Do you uh, no. do you do much? Um, I know that you're like very you know informed, like just with like news and stuff. But do you do do you like doing topical stuff or like? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes if it, you know it, it, it's it's I don't do it every time, but but when I hit on something that's that's topical and funny and you know I'm not afraid. I won't back away from it. Do you, you know? do you try to jump into anything? <clears throat> politically right now that's or is it just uh, well I did during the election I mean I had a I had a make America great hat yeah. and I would wear it on stage yeah and uh, I think I'm the only guy in Hollywood who likes Trump yeah and uh, and it was really it actually made me sad because I would go on stage this was pre-election before yeah. Trump won and I would ask people actually ask people in the crowd does this hat offend you does it how does it make you feel and People were afraid to answer, and then I said, "Well, is there anyone here voting for Trump?" And this was at several shows, and not one person would answer. Hmm. And I'd be in a sold-out room, and I'd say, "Folks, there's 350 people in this room. Are you telling me no one's voting for Donald Trump?" And I'm telling you, it took me saying that about three, four times before maybe one person would put their hand up. And I just went, man, this is America. Like, people shouldn't be afraid yeah. if they're voting communist or socialist or Bernie or Hillary. Like, it made me really sad to see that Americans were afraid to say who Speak they like. Yeah. And I got that, that goes against the very fabric of this country. Yeah. And it upset me. You know, I don't care who you vote for. I, I think you should vote for whoever right. you want. But, but when people in this country are afraid to say who they're. Voting for that yeah. just made me sad. And maybe, and, and and maybe when you are afraid to say, either that says that you're worried, to, like maybe you're you're afraid about your choice, or or you're not too confident in your choice. But also, you're afraid of the chastising that you're going to get from other people. Well, I don't think it's it's in my opinion. I don't think it's about you're you're afraid about your choice. I think mm-hmm. you're you're. I got the sense that people were afraid of the baggage people put on the choice. Yeah. So. so you know, it's like, oh, you like Trump, then you're a homophobe, you're an Islamophobe, you're a racist, and, you know, categorize you. there's great mm-hmm. people that, you know, is John Void all those things, is Clint Eastwood all those things, is, you know, are all these people, yeah. your friends that you may know, or family, mm-hmm. that vo- are they those things? No, they're not, so it's like, it was very, uh, I just thought it was very sad to see. It yeah. made me sad that people were fearful. Now, but you can't, uh, you can't vote in elections, though, here. I can, I'm dual. <laughs> Oh, you're oh you're a dual citizen. I'm dual. I became an American uh, just after the Obama election. And by the way, if I, if I could have voted the first time for Obama, I would have. Yeah. I liked him. See, I don't vote parties. I vote for what I like. hear from people and yeah, what, I, yeah, yeah. what I like. Um, but so, believe it or not, this election was the very first time I ever voted. Wow! I've never voted in my life. 
It, well, I was like, I like that Trump. feel. It felt good. And yeah. then my guy won. I won money because people were <laughs> people were betting against me that he would lose. I said, great, let's go. He's going to win. And so I, 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 I won some money. Why did you think he was going to win? Because I felt like he was tapping into things that were relevant to the time, important to people. They're extreme. They, they, they aren't comfortable, but there's stuff going on in the world that's not comfortable. And, and I felt like even though he's a big kind of charismatic character, he was, he was addressing those things. Yeah, he was addressing the things that I think were realistic as opposed to political talking points, which a, a lot of politicians to me do. And so. we travel the country so much, all of us, that we see all these places that he was speaking to, right? And it's Well, yeah, and, you know, I, I didn't think of it in terms of that. I just thought, you know, what in terms of just watching them and hearing I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I was excited by it. I, I think America's built on renegades yeah. and built on people that think out of the box yeah. and built on, you know, guys that are guys and girls that are just pioneers and and you know you you, you don't you don't you're not sure what they're made of but but they, you know somehow they have the goods and uh this guy brought it home it was pretty pretty historic and amazing to watch well, it it was pretty insane i uh, know I, it, just to watch on that night just to go like whoa that actually happened <laughs> it was it was wild i was sitting there with some friends and i i just slowly started realizing He's gonna win this damn thing. <laughs> Everyone was so upset. All my, all my friends hate me for it. Like, I don't think I have one friend in Hollywood that likes them, and yeah, they they, yeah. they like me even less for liking them. I mean, they're well, still my friends. Yeah. We have fun debates, sure. but they don't like it that I like them. But I, you know, you have to like. You got to follow who you want to follow. Yeah. So. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think you'll be, uh, you're the minority in this room of that support. But yeah. listen, you're my buddy, of course, and yeah. like we hang out. And well, you're a good dude. I was torn because, you know, Force Whitaker's right. I voted for Hillary, <laughs> but his left voted for Trump. So, and I'm a big Whitaker guy. So I was uh, like, now I don't know which way to go. Which way? You know, which way? Which Whitaker do you like? Yeah. Which way the wind blows? Which way the eye falls? <laughs> I do want to say before we wrap up. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, Puppy Dog Pals airs uh, Saturday mornings. Friday. Friday Fridays, mornings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what time? So I think it's ten o'clock yeah. or something. So stay home from your jobs if you're an adult, sure, yeah. and watch this show. Yeah, but it's every. They have a YouTube channel. They yeah. have a, yeah. an app, the Everything's Disney on Junior demand. app. So yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. can find it all over the place. But. Can't re- uh, recommend it enough. You Thank really, you. You really crushed Thank it, man. You. Like I know Puppy all the work, all the years and the work yeah. you put in. It was. And uh, I tried to get you in for a voice, which was re- that was something that was frustrating. It was a little tougher than I thought. Getting my buddies in for voices, they. You know, Disney's such a big machine. They yeah. really like to go for the the you know the the celebs and all that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm hoping if the show's a hit, I can bring in some more of my friends cool. and get them to do voices. So it ain't like over part, yet. I feel like the part I read for too was like right up my alley. Well, you know who like got that part? Speaking Danny of celebs, Danny DeVito. No, Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis got that part. Huey Lewis yeah. beat me out. Uh-huh. All right, I'm uh-huh. okay with that. Yeah, yeah now Adam's right? okay. <clears throat> Power yeah. of love beat you out. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with yeah. that. Come so, on, guy. So it was, that's what you I can't mean. Be, you can't, can't that's be what I call my that. penis. Is Huey Lewis? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the news. <laughs> no, that's what he calls his balls. <laughs> okay. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to women. Goes. Are you ready for Huey Lewis on the news? <laughs> Here comes the news. <laughs> Here comes the power of love. Wow. Right after the power square. pound. It, is, it, is. it hurts to be square. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, I do want to ask you. So yeah. uh, I read something recently, and I just want to get your opinion on it. And Brad, you too. Sure. <clears throat> um, because it was, you know, I love 
stories like this and it makes me go you know oh this country is great because things like this you just don't read about and with all the crazy news that's happening on a daily basis it's nice to read about these types of stories like when that guy ate somebody's face on bath salts i was like that was crazy and but a little fun to read about because it was like oh man um or when you know i have this in my act where a woman stabbed her boyfriend in the stomach because he farted on her head you know like wow crazy right yeah yeah. crazy violent acts so this happened and i want to get both you guys opinions then we'll wrap up um, uh, a married couple in Florida, Tito and Amanda Watts, were arrested a few days ago for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. They sold the tickets on the street for $99 per ticket, told buyers the tickets were made from solid gold, and that each ticket reserved the buyer a spot in heaven. Simply present the ticket at the pearly gates, and you're in. Tito Watts said in his police statement, I don't care what the police say. The tickets are solid gold, and it was Jesus who get, who gave them to me behind the KFC and said to sell them so I could get some money to go to outer space. I <laughs> I met an alien named Stevie who said if I got the cash together, he'd take me and my wife on his flying saucer to his planet that's made entirely of drugs. You should arrest Jesus because he's the one that gave me the golden tickets and said to sell them. I'm willing to wear him up. I'm willing to wear a wire and set Jesus up. Amanda Watts said in her police statement, we just wanted to leave Earth and go to space and do drugs. I didn't do nothing. Tito sold the golden tickets to heaven. I just watched. Police said they confiscated over 10,000 in cash, drug paraphernalia, and a baby alligator. Wow. (laughs) Sounds like they were already on drugs. They 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 don't have to go anywhere. Don't you, like, I read things like that, and a part of me, I guess, feels bad, because I go, man, like, but also I go, fuck, maybe get you guys to Hollywood and get you in a writer's room. Because that's there's maybe a I, I don't know what when you hear stories like that I'm just very curious like you know there's comedy there too yeah. but I'm also a you know a human being with feelings and empathy so yeah. I go oh fuck like I don't know what happened prior to that moment to where that those thoughts entered their brain but I guess if you got a golden ticket Harlan where <laughs> yeah. would you want it to be for heaven a, right. But so isn't that what they're selling yeah. tickets to heaven? Yeah. By the way, if you're dumb <clears throat> enough to buy a ticket, ninety nine dollars. That's a reasonable $99 price. Ninety nine dollars. Like, and like, it was a guy, first of all, guy outside of a KFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're dumb enough, like that guy shouldn't be arrested, in my opinion. If you're dumb enough to buy that ticket, that's on you. Oh, it's I Jesus! Think it's by smart. the way, I think it's smart. There was yeah. there was uh, I guess about fifteen years ago, my ex girlfriend bought me a little piece of real estate on the moon. There was a company. What? That was selling real estate on the moon, so you could, you, technically, I own a little piece of the moon. But but there was a guy, a company selling yeah. it, and people were buying it because it was such a novelty. So was it I, Jesus outside of a Quiznos? It, no, it was a Carl's Jr. <laughs> and or Hardee's in the Midwest. <laughs> True, that's amazing. But but you know the the concept of someone buying, uh, selling tickets to heaven. Yeah. It's yeah. actually, I bet you could actually make money off it and yeah. people sure. would buy them. Sure. Know? I mean, hell, they're, they, uh, a, a, a popular gift is that you name a star after someone. Right, right. See? So so silly little things people that aren't do attainable. That. Yeah. People will buy it just because it's a gimmick or in their right. head it gives them peace of mind. Or, like, we should sell real like, estate on Jupiter and say, yeah. well, when we, co- when we colonize Jupiter... It's the it's like the pet rock. It's the pet yeah. rock marketing scheme, and it's right. you know this guy's kind of smart, but he's also if he cut out all the KFC and Jesus stuff <laughs> and outer space, yeah, and just sold a ticket to heaven, I, I bet he'd make some money. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna buy one. <laughs> well, also, isn't there some sort of Wonka Corporation that has like copyright laws? Oh, yeah, with the that? golden. Ticket, well, yeah. I know about that. And uh, what I what I will say <laughs> is that my former boss 
Will, uh, at the Will, William Z. Wonka. You now work for the law firm Oompa and Loompa? Yeah. Uh, Oompa, Oompa, Loompa, and Stein. You know, you got you got to have one Jew. You got to have there. a Stein in there. You got to have one Jew. And uh, yeah, they're they're they are drafting copyright laws, and they are gonna and they are gonna sue this guy because he he had he was the original guy with the golden tickets. What would be your one golden ticket uh, place if you could go to, like the Amazon? Ooh. Like, what's next on the Harlan vacay? Uh, travel plan. Playboy Mansion in the eighties. Uh, oh wow. wow, that's a good eight. That's actually a great Farrah one. Fawcett, yeah. Yummy. There you go. I think Farrah Fawcett next, popcorn flavor. The next thing I want to do is too soon. To no, no, well, not right. soon. Not soon enough. Yeah, take me the Charlie's Angel, lightly buttered. Uh, I, uh, I I've never done the Orient. I, I wouldn't mind going oh, to wow. China and motoring yeah. around in China. You ever think about getting a camera crew? Like you're so funny. And fun to hang out with that I feel like you got like you in these places fish out of water. It would like. be good. I, w- I wish I could. But but the problem is when I go to Takes these exotic the places, I, I like to kind of zone in, and especially yeah. as a nature guy, you don't want a bunch of people around when you're right. looking for nature. And you know? then if you find something, you don't want to have a moment and then have the director go, okay, we missed that. Yeah. Do that again. Yeah, and you know, it's just too much commotion. Yeah. You, you're bringing a lot of clutter with you, and nature is about decluttering. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, have uh, you done an African safari? I've done several, yeah. Wow. yeah. Are they great? I want to do that. Yeah. It's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. They're, they're amazing. I've, I mean, heard, uh, I've heard multiple people, multiple people say that. Yeah. I'm just worried. I'm just worried that yeah, you some lion, go. lion's going to see me and be like, appetizer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And they will. Yeah. Well, just, that just, hope the lion is, yeah. just hope the lion is Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Harlan Williams has been our guest. You're the best. Thank you. And don't forget, can yeah, I plug, plug everything? Plug the, we I do it all at the beginning, but do it. Oh, okay. But well, do it now, too. Just a reminder yes. uh, if you want to see Lair, or Caramel Corn the Pug yes. at, uh, at the at, Irvine Improv, uh, June 22nd, we'll be taping uh, two shows one at 7 30, one at 9 45. Oh, my God. So come on there. out and, and have a giggle. And, but, and, and all that info at harlanwilliams.com. Harlanwilliams.com. Yeah. Caramel or, Corn or, will hump the leg of a very lucky lady in the front <laughs> yeah, row. There you go. <laughs> There's our con. There's our golden ticket item. And, and Huey Lewis will be in the audience oh. signing autographs after. And by Cute. that he means Adam Ray's dick. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe I don't. That's Take him out, bro. You come to the job. show. You got to yeah. find out. Uh, but yeah, thanks Stay for, the for news. having me here. And all your tour. Yeah, so you're on the road and all your yeah. tour dates. Yeah, on. and the Harlan Highway podcast. Harlan Highway podcast. Yeah, yeah. I got to get you guys back on. Yeah. I've, I've Last been, time we did was the debate one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've had any guests on. I rarely have guests yeah. on my podcast, but. I think you guys might have been the last. I think it's time. I yeah. Well, we'll I mean, yeah, out. we pre- we pretty much closed it down. You're like, ah, yeah. after Adam and Brad, that was fun. That no was one's gonna best. follow yeah. that. that. So was good. there's I, a show in that. That was back. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you for Thanks, having Har. me, guys. You're the best. Treat. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. 
Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.